Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus. dot com slash acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Here's the news from BBTV. Keith, Keith, I'm in here watching the news. Have you heard the news? I told you, I'm watching it now, aren't I, woman? We're going into lockdown again the day after tomorrow because of the second wave. Blimey, woman! I know, don't I? I'm watching it. I won't bother turning it on again. You should just hold press conferences yourself from kitchen. You'd save the Prime Minister a lot of time. Oh, don't start, Keith. Oh, this is dreadful news. Right, we'll need some essentials before folk buy up everything. I'll write you a list. Can you run down to the shop? With my leg? I'm only just out of the wheelchair. You're walking again, aren't you? Surely you can make it to the corner shop. You'll have to go, Duck. It's best I'm careful with it. You bounced right out of here yesterday when that nurse from number 55 asked you to look at her drains. I was just being neighbourly, but I've paid for it since. You've gone ages. I was ready to send a search party. We were having a chat, that's all. What have you two got to talk about for so long? Oh, I don't know what she must think. A man your age. What do you mean? She's a nurse. We were talking about my leg. Oh, pull the other one, Keith. Well, I can't, can I? That's what we were talking about. Oh, well, if you're not up to shopping, there's plenty of chores that need doing at home while I go. Yeah. There's Dan and Sharon back from the shops already. How much toilet paper have they got? Good luck finding any more, Gracie. Value packs? Aye, well, they're cheaper, aren't they? Honestly, you had one job. Hello, Mr Parker. Hello, Tracy. What was that? What was what? You waved to that nurse twice. Oh, what do you mean? You waved, she waved, you waved again. Oh, don't we dash, Sharon? There was a second wave, Dan. I saw it. Well, what if there was? What are you going to do about it? Lock me down? Don't think I ever noticed the way you eyeball those nurses. I do not. Honestly, Sharon, you're making something out of nothing. Mr Parker. Oh, hello, Tracy. I'm having trouble starting my car. You don't know anything about engines, do you? Why, Tracy? I'll have a look at it for you. Afternoon, Mrs Parker. Tracy. Oh, back in a minute, Sharon. Hello, pet. Hello, Gracie. Love, is Keith around? You wouldn't pop over the road to help Tracy with a car, would he? Well, Keith knows nothing about cars. Oh, that doesn't matter. Dan's already helping her. I just want Keith over there to stop him making a fool of himself with her. Oh, Keith's just the same with a pair of them. Hey up, Sharon, love. Would you mind helping my Dan with Tracy's car? She can't start it. Oh, I. No problem. Back in a jiffy. Honestly, he just told me he couldn't walk to the corner shop. Now look at him go. Aye, she's a beauty, Tracy. A legitimate classic. 
Hey, up. Having trouble, pet? Hello, Mr Meadows. It won't start. I must say, I've been admiring your new car ever since you got it. A very elegant piece of vintage British machinery. Come on, let's get this bonnet up. What do you know about cars? Me? Leading authority, I am. The engine's at the back on this model, Mr Meadows. I know. I was just curious about luggage space. Eee, there's some power there, Tracy. What can we do to fix it? Oh, it's a simple solution, love. Really? Oh, get your AA card out, Dan. <laughs> oh, you're daft, Mr Meadows. Look at Dan strutting around her. Wally. She can't be a day over 30. Does he really think she'd pay a blind bit of notice to a man his age? Are you sure he's got a thing for her, Sharon? It seems unlikely. Well, he denies it, of course. It doesn't matter, does it? Because she'd never go for him in a million years. You heard the news about another lockdown then? Isn't it awful? Oh, and no, love. Another month locked indoors with Dan. I know how you feel, pet. The stupid things I have to listen to. Frankly, I am sick to death of all their ridiculous antics. I can't take any more. Oh, I know. Hey, up. They're walking back up street. Aye, I gave her a number. It's up to her if she uses it now. Want me ask questions and get suspicious? Did you hear that? I did. Shh, pet. They're still going. Aye, she's a thing of beauty, all right. She is. And she's got some power in that rear end. Blimey, does she ever. I won't mind taking her out for a spin. I know. I'd have a go myself if I ever got the chance. Beautifully put together. Oh, aye. She'll go and go and never stop, that one. Oh, that's disgusting. This is the lowest they've sunk. I feel sick, Sharon. I can't believe what I've heard. They've no respect for us, none at all. That's it, Gracie. This is the final straw. What are you doing, love? Why are you packing a bag? Gracie? 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 Come in, Gracie. She's moving in with me for a bit, Keith. What are you doing, Sharon? Why have you packed my bags? Get out! Oh, dear, what's going on? I've no idea. Can I stay with you? No chance. Oh, I've got nowhere else to go, Keith. Oh, blinky. There you go, love, a nice cup of tea. Do you think they'll cope? What are they going to eat? Oh, they're grown men, Gracie. They're not, though, are they? That's the problem. Well, don't start regretting it. You've done the right thing. I can't leave them forever, pet. Oh, of course not. We're just giving them the wake-up call they need. And we get to have a couple of days' peace and quiet to ourselves. Oh, that does sound good. Just what the doctor ordered. <sighs> I don't know what's got into them. Do you think we've done something? I don't see what. Ah, Sharon's all dissatisfied lately. Nothing's ever good enough for her. Grace has been annoyed at all. Yes. So he stabbed a bloke and blew up a house. And lied about that blind fella. Got nicked a couple of times. Sent to prison. Etc, etc. Exactly. Etc, etc. But these things happen. Life doesn't go smoothly all the time, does it? Trouble with women these days? Expectations. I mean, show me a man who hasn't blown up the occasional number 55. Do you think that's what it's all about? No, I don't know. The female mind is a mystery to me. Probably having a right old time together. What do you think they'll be doing? Heaven knows. They're probably coming up with a menu of delicious meals they can cook. What have we got in? No, I don't know. I was meant to go shopping, but I refused. What the heck's that? It's coming from your place. Blimey, they're dancing. They are not. Get out of the way. Blimey, they are. Oh, I've only been gone five minutes. Something of a celebration, by the looks of it. Celebration? Aye, freedom from us. They're definitely having a good time. Right, well, two can play at that game. What do you mean? Well, if they can have a good time, so can we. Only better. 
Hey, that smells wonderful, love. Thank you, pets. You're a wonderful cook, Gracie. You could open a restaurant, you know. Oh, don't be daft. Well, straight up, love. I'm in the pub trade. I know a thing or two about catering. And I also have a very extensive wine cellar for us to partake in while we eat your lovely lunch. What are you looking for? Anything. Anything that will stop us from starving to death. I've not eaten all day. We'll be all right. Worst comes to worst. I've got a six-pack of cheese and onion crisps up there. This is a sandwich toaster, isn't it? No, I don't know. Can you work it? Oh, of course I can. Oh, hmm. It tastes even better than it smells, Gracie. Oh, thanks, pet. And the wine is just divine. Oh, they combine so well. And I do love this music. Hmm, yes, yeah, Dan would ever let me have it on. If he was here, it would be off in seconds and replaced by Deep Purple. Oh, I know just what you mean, pet. Oh, this is so... Civilised? My pet. Not to mention... Oh, calm. Oh, yes. I'd almost forgotten what that was like. Keats, how'd you turn off this toaster sandwich maker to get the sandwiches out? No, I don't know. That thing's a mystery to me. It always has been. I started to smoke a bit. <gasps> Fire! Unplug it, unplug it! I can't get near it! Or throw a towel on it! Oh, no, a damn one, Keith. Oh, that's done it. It's out. Can't you do something about that bleeding alarm? I can't reach it. Get that stupid stick of yours so I can poke the button on the alarm. You mean my Estad? Aye. There you go. But be careful with it, Dan. Ah, your sticks finally prove useful for something. It's not a stick. Quick, Keith. Close the curtains in the front room so the wives can't see the smoke. Good idea. Well done, Keith. Danger averted. This is a kind of cock-up Sharon is convinced I'm making all the time. I know. Gracie says the same thing. Just because there have been a few minor incidents lately, they seem to think we cause trouble at every turn. Nonsense. Well, we showed them, didn't we? Exactly. We're more than capable of life without them. Ow! Oh, you've stabbed me with my blinking ass dead. It's not my fault. What were you waving it about for? I told you to be careful. I did design the stupid thing. Oh, it's the other leg now, isn't it? Oh, it is, yes. Oh, Keith, it's bleeding quite a lot. I know that, don't I? Oh, if Gracie were here, she'd clean it and bandage it for me and everything would be right with the world. You'll have to go and get her. No, Keith, I'm not giving them the satisfaction. Look, don't panic. I'll get one of the nurses from number 55 to look at it. Back in a jiffy. I brought the cavalry. Hello, Stacey. Tracy, you've both come, have you? Well, it's a good excuse to get out. Won't be able to do anything except work after lockdown kicks in tomorrow. Right, Mr Meadows, let's get you lying down. I can have a look at your leg. Bedroom is probably best. If you're doing that, Stacey, I'll put the kettle on. Ah, uh, we can do better than that, Tracy. Let's get some music on. Time for a pre-lockdown party, eh, Mr Parker? Exactly. Oh, uh, there's a record player in the front room, Tracy. Vinyl. Cool. Another glass, Gracie. Oh, I mustn't, pet. One's enough for me. Blimey, what a racket. Is that our two idiots? I think so, but I can 
couldn't tell for sure because they've got the curtains drawn. Why are they drawn at this time of day? It's only three in the afternoon. They're up to something. What are they going to be up to? Oh, you know what they're like. This is revenge music, this is, because we did it earlier on. But why would they need to close the curtains to play music? I don't know, but if they're having fun, I intend to ruin it. Oh, you are naughty, Sharon. Let's ring them up and complain about the noise. Don't worry. We'll disguise our voices. <laughs> Sharon, I don't know where you get these ideas from. Come on, Mr Parker, show us your best dad dancing. Hey, Cheeky, I can dance, don't you worry. Oh, yeah, Mr Parker, or should I say Mr Presley with those moves? Oh, I have to give the king a run for his money. Woohoo, Mr Parker! Told you! Oh, my head's gone. Ooh. Oh, come here. Let's get you onto the sofa. Stay there. I'll get it. Hello? Hello? Who's that? Tracy. Tracy? What's she doing there? I don't know. Can I speak to Keith? No, sorry. He's in the bedroom with Stacy at the moment. In the bedroom? Is Dan there? Dan? Yes, he's here. I've just got him on the sofa. You what? What did you hang up for? I panicked. And you stopped disguising your voice. Oh, how cuddy. On the sofa with her, she said, and Keith in the bedroom with the other one. I can't believe it, Sharon. I just can't. I only left him this morning. There you go, Mr Meadows. Your legs should feel much better now. Hey, look, Keith, we're in right trouble. That was Gracie and Sharon on the phone. My Gracie? You spoke to Tracy. She told them you were in the bedroom with Stacy, and I was on the sofa with Tracy. Oh, no. We are going to be in trouble. <gasps> that could be the wives. Right, girls, long story, but you've got to get out of here. Dan, you get them out the back. I'll get the front door. Oh, hello, Gracie. Sharon, what a nice surprise. We're coming in. Out of the way, Keith. I don't know what you expect to find. Where's Dan? In the front room where I left him, enjoying the high culture that is my record collection. Excuse me. Oh, hello, Sharon. Nice day. Why are those curtains drawn? We thought we'd give you a bit of privacy, didn't we, Keith? Aye, it seemed the gentlemanly thing to do. I'll look in the kitchen. I'll look upstairs. What's all this, love? Um, she's just collecting a few things she needs for the night. Oh, OK, then. Take your time. Why aren't they accusing us of anything? They can't, can they? If they did, they'd have to admit they called. Tracy said they were disguising the voices. Oh, hello, love. That was quick. Did you get everything you need? I did. Thank you, Keith. Oh, good. Is that all you have to say for yourself, Keith Meadows? Uh, good night, love. Sleep well. You sicken me, the pair of you. Of we done, Sharon? We're leaving. Come on, Gracie. Oh, that was a close one. Hardly. Now they think we're up to no good with nurses. Oh, don't worry, Keith. This is just what we need. While they're stewing over what they think has happened, they'll realise just how much they love us. And when they find out that we're innocent, we'll be writing the good books. More than that, we'll be the top dogs in our marriages again. Aye. I like your thinking, Dan. <laughs> What's that? It's the wives. They've driven off. They've gone? Oh, look, Keith. There's a note on the door. Dear Keith and Dan... After all your antics, we never thought it could get any worse. This is the last straw. We're leaving you. Good luck keeping two 30-year-old women happy. You'll need it. Oh, blooming heck, I'll call Sharon's mobile and explain. Oh, straight to voicemail. She's obviously determined not to talk to me. Where are they going? Oh, this is a right shambles. Shambles? This is the biggest cock-up ever, this is. Look at the mantelpiece. She's taken one of the ducks we got in land, doesn't it? Oh, well spotted. That solves everything. She must be really angry to do that. Well, we know they're angry, don't we? 
We used to go to Atlanta, you know, for summer holidays. We always stayed in the same hotel. Oh, what was its name? Best days of our marriage are spent in Landudno. Oh, here we go. I bought us two porcelain ducks there to represent us both. I told her that as long as they sat together on mantelpiece, everything would always be fine. She always said it was my biggest ever romantic gesture. And now she's scarfed and taken her duck. Well, maybe that's where they're going. Hey, look. Our old guy to Landudno is gone. She's pocketed that as well. Oh, that must be it. Right, come on, let's get after them. I can't drive with this leg, and you've been drinking all afternoon. We'll have to ask the nurses. Oh, we need to get them anyway to confirm a story. I must say, it's very good of you both to drive us all the way to Landudno at the drop of a hat. We can't have your wives thinking we were up to no good with you. I'd hate to be responsible for breaking up a marriage. So what's the name of this hotel, Keith, that you stayed at, so we could put it in the GPS? Oh, I've been racking my brains. I can't remember. You don't know where we're going? It was over two decades ago, Dan. We'll just have to drive around a bit. If I see it, I'll recognise it. It's got two fake palm trees out front and a big orange bird over the door. Oh, blue neck. Good evening, ladies. Welcome to the Paradise Hotel. We'd like a twin room, please. Certainly, madam. Your name's... D- Dolores Dietrich and uh, Clarice Bouvier. Why did you do that? You start, love. Daft thing. Is the bar open? Well, we've closed the bar because of Covid, madam. Is there a food shop and an off-licence nearby? Well, not too far. Couple of miles. I'll draw you a map. This is it, Mr Meadows. We're entering Landudno now. Ah, <sighs> Landudno. It's all coming back to me now. Sea air, fish and chips... Candy floss on the pier. Oh, forget reminiscing, Keith. Do you recognise anything? Not really, no. Try going up there. Come on, love. We'll drive to that off-licence and then get back to the room and settle in. All right, pet. Well, Keith, does this area ring any bells? Not really. It's a bit seedy in this part of town, isn't it? I'm turning round. Oh, sorry! Didn't see that other car... I must be getting tired. Don't you worry, love. You're doing a grand job. Oh, what was that car doing? Blimey. For a moment, I thought they were going to hit us. Sharon, I'm probably imagining it, but I swear that was Stacey and Tracy at the front of that car. You what, love? What are you doing? I'm turning around. I'm following him. You can't beat them. I must have imagined it. Oh, what's going on in this neighbourhood? All these women on street corners. What are they doing? Ladies of the night, Gracie. Oh, dear. Come on, Keith. I can't help if I can't recognise the place. Oh, someone's bound to know. Pull over by that woman, Stacey, and I'll ask her. Do you think that's wise, Mr Meadows? I'm not sure she's the kind of person we should ask directions from. What do you mean? Don't judge a book by its cover, Stacey. They're pulling over. Stop the car. I don't believe it. That's Keith getting out the back. What's he up to? He's going to that phone box. I suppose he needs to make a call. He's not. He's walked straight past that phone box. He's walking towards that... that... I think the expression you're looking for, Sharon, is... Prostitute! Excuse me, love. Hello, darling. I'm Tallulah. Oh, very nice to meet you, Tallulah. I'm Keith. What are you looking for, darling? I want to go to a very specific hotel, but I can't remember the name... I don't suppose you know the hotels in the area? Oh, yeah, most of them. Looks like I picked the right person, then. It's got two fake palm trees outside and a big orange bird above the entrance. 
Do you know the one I mean? Oh, yeah, I'm useless with names, but I think I know the one you mean. I can show you the way. Oh, that's very generous of you, Tallulah. We've already got two girls with us, so this is going to be a bit crowded, if you're all right with that. The more the merrier, I say. Right, in you get. We're in your hands, love. Ooh, just the way I like it. She's getting in the car. They're actually picking her up. They've already got Stacy and Tracy. They're sex maniacs. It's disgusting. I can't believe what I'm seeing, pet. Oh, they're pulling away. Follow them. Follow them. They're pulling up at the hotel. If he's taking that thing to our hotel, I'll never forgive him. Right, everyone, in we go. Tallulah, are you coming? Can we buy you a drink for your trouble? Of course I'm coming, love. Welcome to the Paradise Hotel. Hello. We are looking for two ladies who we believe are your guests, Mrs Gracie Meadows and Mrs Sharon Parker. We don't currently have any guests staying under those names. Oh, are, are you sure? Positive. No, what do we do now? It's getting late and it's been a long drive. I say we're checking here for a night and work out what to do in the morning. Oh, I suppose that makes sense. Can you see what's happening? They've just checked in. You have a joining room, second floor. Is the bar open so we can get a drink? I'm afraid we've closed the bar because of Covid. Join us for a drink in our room if you like, girls. Would you like to join us for one, Tallulah? You don't need to keep asking me. I'm going to say yes, love. Um, do I know you? No, I've never been here before in my life. Anyway, I'm not staying the night. Keith! What? Tallulah! What about her? What, do you not realise? What? Hello, darling. Oh, I suppose one drink will be all right. They're all on the way to the lift. I can't believe this. I'm going to kill him. I am. This time, I mean it. Right, girls, there's your key. We'll leave our adjoining door open. Come in for a drink whenever you like. Thanks. See you in a tick. What would you like, Tallulah? White wine? Yes, I can start with one of those. Start? Mind you, you're a grown woman. You can drink anything you want, and you've earned it. Can I see you in the bathroom, please, Keith? In the bathroom? Yes, Keith, in the bathroom. Most irregular. But if you must... What are we doing in here? Heaven knows what Tallulah must think we're up to. Well, forget what Tallulah thinks, Keith. She's why I need to talk to you. She's a prostitute. You what? Well, what do you think she was doing hanging about at the curbside at night? No, oh, blinking heck. Why didn't you say? Well, how could I say anything while she was within earshot? Well, you could have just told yourself that there'd been a mix-up. Well, it's surprisingly difficult to know how to explain something like that. Surprisingly difficult? Well, it's not easy to tell a prostitute that you didn't know they were a prostitute, but you picked them up anyway from a curbside and took them to the hotel. Well, I wish you had. She's been on the clock for 30 minutes already. This could be costing me a fortune. Oh, just leave it to me. Right, Tallulah, we need to talk. Oh, I'm glad you've come out of the lab. I really need to go myself. Excuse me. Oh, for Pete's sake. Hiya, can we come in? Of course, love. Can I get you a drink, girls? We've got a bottle of white wine already open. Oh, perfect, Mr Parker. Keith, you better get on the bed. I just want to check your bandage is still OK. Are you right to slip off your trousers? Aye, I suppose it needs checking. Just move over, Mr Parker, would you? I want to check out what's in the minibar. Well, careful, love. 
Oh, sorry. Oh, I've spilled it now, Tracy. It's all over my trousers. Oh, I'm sorry. Come on, let's get them off and cleaned up or they'll be ruined. Mrs Davies, can I have a word? That prostitute is back. She was with two couples who just checked in together on the second floor. They were asking about two other women they expected to be here as well. If you ask me, it has all the hallmarks of an orgy. The nerve of some people. This is a family hotel. And with a pandemic sweeping the nation. So selfish some people. I won't stand for it, I won't. Here we go, Mr Parker. I've got a wet flannel from my bathroom. Oh, look at you. I can't believe you've started without me. Hang on, let me slip these off. Uh, Tallulah, uh, wait a minute, love. I need to... There you go. Not bad, eh? Blinking heck, Tallulah. Would you just listen, please? Room service. Oh, what now? I'll get it. You're not really dressed for that, love. Oh, hello. I didn't know we'd ordered anything. Get out of the way, you hussy. Dan. Sharon. Keith. Gracie. A part of me kept hoping that when I walked through this door, I'd find something that proved me wrong. But no. Caught red-handed. Not what it looks like, Sharon. Not what it looks like. We have literally caught you with your trousers down. And a prostitute just opened the door to us. I can't believe you'd do this, Keith. I'm in London, no. Of all places. We can explain, Gracie. I promise you. Can't we, Dan? We we, we can, Keith. This is the police. Nobody move. Right, you sick bunch of perverts. You're all under arrest. No, Blinky. Hey, home again. Yes. You do believe me, don't you, love? I do believe you. Stacey and Tracy were very thorough in their explanation. Good. All the same, you were very quiet on trip back. I'd not long been arrested for my part in an orgy, Keith. And at the height of a pandemic. They let us go, though, didn't they, love? Once we'd explained. Oh, let's never talk about it again, Keith. Do you promise? Understood. What happened in Landudno stays in Landudno. But it was romantic that you drove all the way there to find me. Of course I did, love. Oh, I did a terrible thing, love. I was so angry with you when I left yesterday that I took my duck off the mantelpiece. I know, but she's found a way home now, hasn't she? Here, let me put it back by the other one. There they are, together again. And nothing can ever go wrong, can it, when they're together? No, love. Everything works itself out as long as they're side by side. Aye. What do you reckon to a nice cup of Yorkshire tea? Sounds magic, love. Barney Dale starred Juliet Howland as Gracie, Camilla Simpson as Sharon, Stuart Wielden as Dan, Martin Skellen as Keith, Bethan Nash as Stacey, Becky Lloyd as Tracy, Kate Skellen as Tallulah, Abby Norman as the hotel receptionist, Sarah Applewood as Mrs Davies, Will Chitty as the policeman, and it was written by Skellen and Wielden for Barney Productions. And if you enjoy Barmydale, you can support the show at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Barmydale. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.